Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, how do I want to start this? <sighs> All right. Well, okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> I hope you're doing well today. Oh, my gosh. Today's just been a day. I don't know if you guys are having one of those days, too. It's just like one of those days where, like, you just, like, you everything just seemed to go well in retrospect. But, like, overall, you just feel, like, down. And I don't know if it's the weather outside or just, like, everything. And, you know, oh, I don't even know. Like, what, what was I even trying to say? Like, I mean, obviously, like, don't mind me. I, I obviously sound friggin' gross and disgusting. Okay, actually, don't. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to stop right there. Oh, just like we're not gonna get off on the wrong foot okay just like oh my god now i'm burping gross oh honestly just fuck off okay like <laughs> you stop okay shut up <sighs> this is what goes through my freaking head you guys like i swear like I, like these like internalized demons <laughs> just sometimes talk to themselves out loud and this is what it sounds like so please enjoy that <laughs> oh my gosh i don't even know i think today was just like it was just one of those days where like you just you know when you just feel like weak and you just like don't have energy to do any of your schoolwork or any of your like tasks and you're just like looking at your to-do list and you're just like where do i even start because every single task that even just like sounds relatively easy like wiping down a countertop or dusting in your room just feels like such a chore and like all you want to do is just sit on your phone and I've had that day and I and I don't even understand why like I I woke up early I did my routine and then just like for some reason like at like one o'clock like it just hit and I'm just like I cannot get out of it and like let me know if you ever have experienced that because it would be really good to hear <laughs> and as somebody who who thrives on productivity and and motivation and and is a total just like type a will get my work done type of person i just i feel weak and <laughs> like i a part of me was like do i want to record today's podcast do i even like want to take a week off and i'm just like no you know what like this is my outlet to just talk and vent and rant about all the things that are in my life <laughs> and some for some reason at least one of you guys I know listens and you know it's good to hear so <laughs> let's get into this episode I'm sorry if I'm in a kind of a down mood usually I'm like a, hey guys what's up kind of person but <laughs> today I just felt like I felt like doing a more chill episode so let me know if you're feeling chill right now if you just did your skincare if you're just in the mood for a chill vibe uh obviously you know like if you're in class right now please pay attention to class but if you want to have a podcast on in the background i am happy to do you that service so <laughs> let's get into it hey guys what's up welcome back to fake smile podcast where you usually would get a very hyped up confident extremely loud vibrant samir mcclay but today you're getting zen um 3 30 in the afternoon on a slump kind of feeling down samir mcclay <laughs> and that's what you get on fake smile today so obviously if for, for those who don't know me hi i'm samir uh i'm the loudest person you'll ever meet <laughs> very very confident and this podcast is all about all things how to fake smile your way out of some really bad situations how to fake it till you make it confidence building story times life as a gen z and all of the above so uh today's episode usually i was i really like tried to plan out what i really wanted to do and today i just really wanted to just talk about 
kind of the more deeper side to myself. When I when I think about a lot of my episodes, I think most of them have to revolve around a concept, which I really like because um, it allowed me to kind of plan out the the actual podcast and list out things that I want to talk about and, and just like have a real point across of it. Obviously, for like story times, I really had to like think about like the, the situation happening, like the in, in for example like the grade 10 one or even just like I think I did one about like my current obsessions which was last week I believe so um and that really allowed me to have fun with it but today's episode I really just want to be chill be zen it might be short because he's not in the best of mood but like you know what oh my god if I sound like nasally right now I'm so sorry I'm like I'm getting over a small cold don't worry it's not COVID <laughs> but um just like getting over a small cold so uh what was I even gonna what was I even saying <laughs> yeah like um life is just like it's just like a lot and like for me personally like I'm the very much the type of person we're gonna get into rant mode okay like we're already starting off on the front so if you if you're not here for um sappy slow Samir you can go enjoy sassy strong Samir in episode four <laughs> I'm just kidding so uh yeah um to I don't know my life right now has just kind of been like it's just been like a lot and like for me personally I handle I I can put up a front that I'm okay and like I'm surviving and I can be super productive and say yes to 10 million things and somehow manage to get them all done in time but the way that 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 kind of goes onto your psyche it's like it would be a lie to say that I feel perfect and you know like I think like Dixie D'Amelio said it best like sometimes you just want to be sad and like in a way like I don't I don't want to be sad today like I I hate that feeling and like if and like for I literally had like a full-on cry breakdown with some close people (laughs) just like about my life and being accepted and feeling like I'm not perfect and 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 I've really tried to realize over the years that you know perfection is a, a social construct and it's not possible to obtain because nothing will ever be a hundred percent what you want it to be and uh, everything that's perfect in the world is fake so (laughs) you know if we want to create something that's natural and not a man-made superficial element uh, you got to be a little imperfect so (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying but um yeah like just like for like a little context like I'm I'm over here taking a lot of courses I'm doing a full-time internship and I have a job I'm doing this podcast I have student groups that I'm very very excited to be a part of obviously but I willingly volunteered for some positions oh my gosh um I have like I try to keep up a social life as much as possible um and just like my own like trying to be like I I I kind of identify as like an extroverted introvert Um, I know there's a word for that I think it's like an ambivert I believe so but um also just like as a Taurus like I value very much my alone time my relaxation time my self-care time my my just me existing on a computer and relaxing like like I find the most relaxing is me watching like a YouTube video like a like an Alicia Marie (laughs) a Miss Remy Ashton like a vlog or something and like eating popcorn and just like chilling and like scrolling through TikTok and then I go to bed and then like it's just like well I do my skincare obviously you know we got to get the hyaluronic acid going <laughs> um, and then I go to bed and then I like sleep in like that's so relaxing to me but I know other people love like hanging out with friends and that's like their relaxation time but for me I love just like being by myself and and like chilling or even just like working on a passion project like this podcast um, and not to say that this podcast is like a bad decision absolutely not it's one of the greatest things I think I've ever done 
because it's allowed me to kind of expand on my on, on what I know and you know relate to some people and try to connect as much as possible. Um, but when you're piling on a lot of it, and you know, obviously, like it's this podcast, like I have to record and then I edit and then I post and then I do social media for it and then I do the advertising. And then I, you know, it's like a it's it's a few things here and there. It's not a one minute process. So um, you add on that and and you kind of tackle on a lot of other things that you're trying to do in in a passion project that was a really great idea slowly turns into like another thing tacked onto the onto the to-do list and and of course willingly like I choose to do this so I'm not complaining but I I just it's it's a lot like when you're I I know like this is gonna sound cheesy but like as a creative or something but as somebody who is very much a creative person and and loves to kind of expand on what I know and learn new things and try to experience different possibilities you know it's 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 a beautiful thing because i'm allowed to like i'm grateful that i had the opportunity to but it's just like choosing to do it and and trying to handle everything else with it especially i think school is, is obviously very draining right now um it's winter time obviously so add seasonal depression on top of everything and it's just it's, it's a rough time and i don't know I, I hope anybody out there that is listening to this podcast whether you're a friend a family member a random person that i've never met before or anyone like that um i hope you're doing okay out there uh and just know that you know there's there, there's going to be rough days there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days and there's going to be amazing days and there's going to be days where you just don't want to get out of bed and then there's going to be days where you have done your whole to-do list plus 10 and then you still manage to have free time and then you go to bed at 10 o'clock and you feel like you conquer the day and that's amazing too but on those days where you just want to like not look at your to-do list like what i'm honestly doing right now is i have a lot of schoolwork i should be doing right now and obviously this podcast is the main priority for me but i was really debating i was like should i just do one or the other or should i just do nothing or should i just sit in bed and i was like you know what no i think i i want to just talk and try to vent to myself and you know like obviously like i i identify as somebody who who really is who can take on a lot of things and and i know i'm a a very reliant person and i can you know be dependable and and get my work done on time but there's just some days where i just i feel like i can't be myself and it's just and it's a and it's a gross feeling and maybe we'll like i i genuinely like this is me telling you the truth like i had no idea what i was talking about in today's podcast maybe we'll get into some insecurities and stuff today (laughs) since we're kind of in a zen mood but um yeah Oh God, I just, it's, it's hard. Obviously, like, you know, like I, I try so hard to uplift other people and this is not me like tooting my own horn or, you know, like saying all this, like, oh, like uppity, like I'm, I'm this good. Like I'm, I'm the most confident person in the world. Like, no, like, obviously like I'm not. And like, you know, like I, I, but I do say, like, I, I can say to myself that I do try to be as nice as possible. And I try to uplift others and I try to be, you know, the light in the room, but over time, like, there's just, like, it's just, like, you kind of develop that, that, like, burnout, and just, like, being on so much, and I know, like, um, if you do, if you, if you guys know what the Enneagram is, it's, like, a personality test, it's, like, a, it's, like, a Myers-Briggs kind of thing, and there's basically nine different Enneagram types, uh, there's type one, which is the perfectionist, type two, which is the helper, I believe, type three, which is, um, the achiever type four which is the i think the artist type five which is the loyalist um six six i think is the romantic seven is the um seven and eight i'm not 100 percent sure and then number nine is the 
is like the one that kind of reflects all of them. And for me, like when I did the test, I, um, I'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to do it. And I'll also link it on my Instagram too, uh, fake smile podcast on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I'll link it there if you guys really want to do it. I, I highly recommend you do it. It's very, very like interesting because I know a lot of people that have done it, um, especially for TV shows, they actually do Enneagram types for TV shows because they've noticed that um, it's a lot more, I guess, identifiable with a lot of characters. And instead of things like the Zodiac uh, or uh, Myers-Briggs, like this one is actually more internal focused. Uh, so it was really cool. But um, for me, when I did that test, I obviously got like the achiever. <laughs> uh, and um, but I got a wing of the a, a wing of the two. But the, the weird thing about it is that I also identify as number one, which is the perfectionist. Um, so I feel like one, two and three really represent my personality a lot. And I would say one in three uh, of the achiever and the perfectionist is obviously like the workaholic and, you know, the somebody who enjoys taking on a lot of tasks. But kind of the downfall of that is that I tend to put on a mask in different situations and I tend to be, you know, I tend to say that I'm okay, even though I'm really internally hurting and like obviously, you know, fake smile podcast. So <laughs> I guess the brand image worked perfectly there, but um, obviously about putting on a fake smile and trying to you know, show that you're okay and faking it till you make it. And, you know, obviously that's an amazing thing because it's, it's gotten to me where, to where I am. And, you know, I'm very, very proud that I was able to, you know, use my productivity as like an advantage and, and, you know, like show that I'm a super confident person. Like it's worked out for me. But um, when I think about like the actual downfalls of that, according to the Enneagram, like it's just like, there's a sense of like, you have to put on a face every time you go into a room and you, you feel the need to just be on. And, you know, like, and I can even attribute my biggest insecurity of being like, am I even enough? You know, like, like for a lot of my life, like I was, I was blessed with a really amazing childhood and a very amazing family. And, you know, like, I have like amazing relationships with my parents, uh, hopefully, <laughs> and like my sister. But um, growing up in a household that was very, very type A and very like school oriented, goal oriented, very strong willed people, even my grandparents and everything too, like who run these amazing, very profitable businesses and, you know, are at the top of their career and, you know, have a great family life. Like it was ingrained to me at a very young age that I should be very goal oriented. I should you know, put on, not put on a facade, but, you know, be Samir McLeod and like make a name for yourself and, you know, go out there and be confident and try your best to be the best person that you can be. And, you know, not to say that, that that's a bad thing, obviously, like it's an amazing thing to instill in your family and in your child and so on everything that you should be confident in your accomplishments and you should always achieve higher and you should always try your best but you know if you fall down you get up twice as hard and you get the a that you need and you know like it's that it's that kind of like i don't really know how to say it but um it's just like the like the work harder mindset like work harder and you will get there kind of mindset um and for a lot of my life like i was kind of told that you know like no i've never been told that I'm, i've never been not enough like i've been praised for every accomplishment that i have but you know, speaking like directly in my situation, like my, like my sibling, my sister is like one of the most accomplished people that I've ever met. And like the most smartest person ever, like literally like has done sciences and law and math and, you know, literally got every single academic award in high school. Like I literally remember she came home with like every single award. It was like the physics award, chemistry award, calculus award, math award, geography award, English award, literally everything. Uh, except for like the arts, but <laughs> but like to see that and, you know, like actually like experience a real life, like it's such a cool accomplishment to see because like this person that you're like obviously idolizing, like I think like all siblings can, 
you know, say that, that, that they do, if like younger siblings specifically, I'm talking to you, that um, you obviously look up to your older siblings because they're like, you know, they're the, they're the first person right after you that's like killing the game, you know? And like obviously your parents too. And like I see like both my parents are extremely like educated, kind, very like professional put together people so like seeing that my entire life and just like and watching even like watching movies and things with like the media where i've seen like these characters in business and they do so well and they have and and like you know the stereotypical like girl like she has it all she has an amazing relationship she has an amazing friend group uh she like is social but still like at the top of her career and the smartest and funny and charismatic and charming and all the stuff and like i feel like that that idea of having it all was ingrained to me in such a young age and especially like having like and this is nothing against my sister or my parents because like they always do the best they can and they're extremely knowledgeable people and I look up to that absolutely but I think seeing that as a kid like and you know realizing that I have to be Samir McLeod like I can't just be Samir sometimes um you know like and 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 not to say like I'm, I'm really trying to deflect on that because you know like I, I do notice how it is incredibly toxic to always feel like you have to be on um and you always feel like when it comes to the hardships of your life like when it comes to like the moments where you you didn't get as good a, a, as good of a mark on a test or you just are feeling sad like I am today or you're having a problem with your friends like it you kind of you you have to turn off that professional side to yourself and realize that you are just a person um and as much as you you know can bank on your productivity and say I woke up at 6 a.m today I did this this and this and I got my work done and now I'm relaxing here because I literally talked off my whole checked off my whole to-do list and clean my room and my bed is perfectly made and I have no wrinkles on my shirts and I'm able to and my countertop is fully clean and my skin is clear and you know like all this all the superficial you know garbage that we kind of spew which I have definitely spew too but you have to take a look at yourself and you're like am I enough and like will I ever like take down literally everything wipe off all the makeup you know take off the hair gel take off all the superficial stuff and you know just be with yourself in that moment look into the mirror and say am I enough as a person or is is me just being me behind closed doors satisfying enough for people and like obviously like this is getting very deep but like strip away the accomplishments strip away the confidence strip away literally everything that makes you you and just be left with the person inside of that like you know to kind of say to say like take off the fake smile take off the mask and are you able to be okay with yourself at the end of the day um it's a, it's a weird thing to kind of go around with because you know like i i can wake up and say to myself that i i like the person that i am and i think that i'm a good person i think i'm confident but will i be able to understand the person that i am without the facade that is Samir McClay, you know, like if I'm not making sense, I'm really sorry. I'm just like ranting right now. I'm not really ranting, just more so just like in my thought process. But that's like one of that. that's probably been one of my biggest, not insecure. Well, yeah, insecurities. I was just like, will I be enough or am I okay? Like, am I personally okay with myself when I take away everything that's superficial in my life? Like if I, if if will my friends accept me for just being me will i be accepted by my family for just being me do i need or do i need to have a master's degree and a ninety thousand dollar job and uh sorry if you can hear a dog in the background sorry <laughs> and uh what was i even saying and, and the perfect looking skin ever and the best relationship ever and, and just all the stuff like you know it's 
it's it's a weird thing to tackle on because uh, I think that I was raised in a very amazing household where I was truly, you know, blessed with like I was able like I if I asked my mom for a toy she would buy it for me and like if I wanted this specific food I would go I would get it you know like and, and then like we would go on vacations and we would you know like I, I we had very very nice things and we still do and we live in an amazing location and like I'm I'm fed every day I have warm clothes and I have a bed to sleep in and like a roof over my head like all this stuff and you know like and not to say that I'm not, I'm not grateful I'm extremely extremely grateful but on the inside of that like when I think about like the internal values that I was stuck to my head. My mom always taught me to give back and work hard. And, you know, you have to be, you know, you have to be strong and you have to like know your, know yourself also like know your boundaries, obviously, but, you know, you have to work hard and hard work pays off. And I think that's a thing in every, um, I don't know if I, this is true, but like every um, person of color maybe has ever felt that or in a, or in an ethnic household or, or even just like internally from watching the media, we see like these TV shows about people who were just normal everyday people who work incredibly hard, you know, do their side hustle like in iCarly or something, <laughs> or like in, um, what was I even thinking about like Wolf of Wall Street, you know, all those like movies about like the regular one today person becomes famous the next day and like, you know, gets all this money. And, you know, we were taught that like, sometimes that isn't realistic. So you have to work double, the, double the work and work just as hard as like, you know, what was I even trying to say? Like work, like, you know how like an ant, <laughs> this is a weird um, methodology that I'm trying to go through here. But like, you know how like an ant, like they all work in, they, they work 24 hours a day. They like make their building, not building, they make their ant hill or whatever. And they just like keep on going. You never see them stop. Like they're constantly on the lookout for food. And you know, they, they're, they're pretty strong animals. Like they can really hold, they can hold a lot of things, you know, like you're taught that life around you and society is built on hard work and, you know, living the, the, living the whole, like you can sleep when you die kind of mindset. Um, and I, and I think that obviously Gen Z has kind of retackled that whole idea, especially I think millennials have, because, you know, they, they see that they're the generation above them did that and like literally stayed in a job for six years that they may not have loved, but it brought home the, you know, it brought home the bacon, like it, it brought home the money. So when you take into that, that I think the millennials have, well, not the millennials, not like, not like they're a species, but that if we take in that millennials and Gen Z have kind of spun that and we're like, I would rather travel and I would rather enjoy my life and I would rather try to find a career that, that I feel suits me. And yes, it may, you know, yes, it may not have the best um, return on investment in terms of like, it's not an $80,000 paying job, but it, even if it's like 30,000, like at least I love what I'm doing and I'm having my rest days and I'm having my time with my family and I'm having my, um, just like self care you know, it's, it's hard because you want to work hard and you want to get the things that you want and you want to be the best person that you are and you want to make a name for yourself and you want to be the you know, in, in, in lack of a better word, you want to be the brand and you want to always constantly look like you have it together. But what do you do when you don't have it together? You know, <laughs> that that's a, that, that is a huge insecurity for me. It's like, what, what will I look like the day that I don't have it together? Like I can, this is a really, really small example that I'm thinking of right now. Sorry if you can hear me like moving, I'm like readjusting myself. <laughs> but, um, when I think about like, you, I go on walks a lot because I just like, I like to go out in nature. Yeah, this is going to sound stupid, but like, I, I do believe that going outside for at least five minutes of a day just like gives you perspective. It just makes you like get away from your computer, your phone, your 
family, whatever, and you just like are on by yourself with like even like putting on a podcast, put on music, and you're just like sitting there and going for a walk, like not sitting there, obviously, like, you're going for a walk. You're just, you're just like looking onto nature, like it's such an amazing thing because like you're able to figure out like you know re reprioritize, just be like you know what this is I'm gonna go out for five minutes and you know think about my day. So like I go out for walks a lot and you know obviously like I live in a fairly small neighborhood like a lot of us know each other like I, I can recognize faces um and one time like I saw like my friend walking towards me <laughs> and on that day like I did not look like good like I looked bad like I had on like obviously like sweatpants and like a hoodie but like I had on like this big winter coat that it's not very flattering but it's very warm <laughs> uh because it was like winter time obviously and like I had on this big scarf and like my hair wasn't done as nicely my skin wasn't the clearest that it could have been uh I had on these like big boots like it's not like I, I, I wasn't looking cute that day you know like I didn't look like my Instagram <laughs> like you know like a, a typical Instagram outfit would be like a long coat and like very like tailored slacks and like your hair is all nice and you know a nice turtleneck and just like very, and if you're gonna wear a coat it's like one of those long coats with like a scarf and you know like nice boots like you know I was like the total opposite of that I look like I was like I look like I was a not, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna call myself a hot mess but I just look like I was I look like a regular person honestly going out for a walk and I shouldn't have cared but I saw one of my friends just like walking and I was like oh shoot they're gonna recognize me and then like that thing crossed my head like that that one thought just like crossed my head where it was like you don't look like Samir right now like you don't look like Samir McClay right now like you will you be recognizable like will this person care that you don't look like you right now and and guess what happened they saw me they noticed me they were like hey Samir what's up and I was like a little obviously a little nervous and then I like I said hi and they just had a regular conversation with me they didn't state or they didn't like look at what I was wearing they didn't comment on what I was wearing they didn't comment about how my hair was a little bit out of place they didn't comment about how I had a zit on my forehead they, they didn't comment about how um I was in like sweatpants which I'm never in sweatpants and they didn't comment about literally anything we literally had a good conversation we like talked about like what we were doing with school and everything and then we said bye to each other and then we walked away like there was no superficial touch to the conversation it was fine and there's just there's that that little bubble in my head where I just like it's so hard to pop because I've just been ingrained from not like a young age but just over time that being Samir McClay like I, I I know that I keep on saying my name but think of think of that as like a, a personification like being like using a mask every single day and and valuing myself so much on my accomplishments and my academic validation and my confidence and my um and just like my like internal and my external view of myself like walking every single day with a mask on it is ingrained into me that I need to be that person at all times even when I'm going out for a mental health walk like it's like it's absolutely ridiculous that I have that I feel like I have to put on a mask at every point in my life even when I'm going out for a simple walk like it's just like it's not that big of a deal like I could have in that moment been like you know like in that point I did I shouldn't have had that moment cross my head so when I think about that sake of like five minutes of my life like it wasn't that big of a deal and you know like there's there there's that part where I'm really trying to get past it because I do understand that it's not like it's no one cares you know like at the end of the day no one cares so I'm trying to so at the end of the day I'm trying to get past that and I do realize that that, that is sorry, I have like a thing in my throat, um, that that is an insecurity. And, you know, when I think about how to avoid that, there really isn't like, it's just like a lot of like internal work you got to do and just be like, 
you know, am I confident in the person that I am behind all of this? And, you know, there's, there's ups and downs, there's good days and bad days. And I can, I can say that I'm working on it, but I'm not 100% there, obviously. So, um, you know, oh, sorry, I just I hit, I hit a paper. <laughs> um, I'm not there. And it's, it's, it's a hard thing to think about, because, you know, how do I say this? Well, if we're going to be completely candid, I don't feel like I'm valued when I'm not 100% done up me. <laughs> and like, there, there's like, you know, like, uh, uh, some fees of the word, but I don't feel like I should be, you know, I don't feel taken as seriously when I'm not the loudest one in the room and I'm not the most like, you know, looked at person in the room. And it's, it's a hard thing to kind of grapple with because what makes, like, what is the difference? There really isn't a difference. Like I'm still like there, how do I say this? Like the accomplishments that you have in your life, whether it be like your education or your relationship or your whatever it can be, like any of those major accomplishments in your life, like there's still you behind all of the done up makeup and behind all the done up outfit and behind all of the done up everything like you're still you no matter what so I don't know why it feels like when I'm quieter or in the room or I don't have a lot to say or I don't feel as good about myself like I'm still me no matter what so yeah that's just like a, wow that really felt good to get off my chest <laughs> because obviously like on a day like this where I don't feel as you know, confident in myself. I like, I looked at the mirror of myself today and I was like, whoo, girl, I do not look as good today. But, um, you know, like, like face a little puffy, you know, my skin isn't as clear as it could be. But like, I'm just, I, I'm slowly starting to just, you know, be kinder to myself, be gentle, be gentler. Is that even a word? <laughs> be more gentle with myself because at the end of the day, like time is so, like time goes by fast. So, when you think about it, there's there's good days and bad days, and you really have to take charge of those bad days and say that it's uh, this this too shall pass. So, you know, it's just like something I'm trying to get past slowly, slowly but surely. All right, <laughs> I guess we're back. Um, if we just had a little short break, that was just because, like, um, honestly, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, this podcast is all over the place. But you know what? I think it's a vibe. It's, you know, it's it's not the vibe. <laughs> oh my god, I love her. I love HRH Collection. <laughs> oh my god, can we just talk about the Beachy Ways for a second? I'm sorry. If you, if you, do you think you know, we have to go outside of, like, the border, or, like, outside of where we go, and, like, do you think that people in, like, France are, oh god, do you think that people in, like, France are doing, like, beachy waves? Like, it's not the vibe. Stop. <laughs> okay, well, back to, um, sad talks, America. Uh, what I was, like, playing right now, it's, you know, that, that thing from Euphoria, where it's, like, I have never, ever been happier, guys. We need a full episode about Euphoria, because Cassie is pissing me off. I used to love her. I thought she was, like, so much more, like, relatable, and, like, not relatable, but, like, I just identified her with her a lot, like, just in terms of, like, the, just like how she views herself and everything but like this season like I do not feel bad for her like Miss Cassie like you deserve things that are coming to you you slept with Nate and you cannot hide from that you did it now you you sit in your bed you made your bed and you lay in it bitch <laughs> but no um what was I even saying okay let's go back to insecurity rated smear um 
I don't know, one of my biggest, biggest, like largest insecurities that I think I've, you know, I've, I've openly talked about, but maybe like not enough is just like my like physical appearance. And like, when I say that, I don't mean like, I don't mean like my face or my nose or small features like that. For me, it comes down to like my height. And I know height is really stupid and like weight is really stupid. And I know specifically in wintertime that like, you know, humans gain like I think 10 to 15 pounds just to protect our bodies and keep us healthy and all that stuff. And like, I don't know where I heard that, but like I saw that somewhere that like humans typically in the wintertime do end up gaining at least five to 10 pounds because it just helps us you know we're not being as active obviously and just hormonal changes and it's it's so normal and that's why we always feel so much more confident in the summertime because like we're walking more and you know we're enjoying the sun on our skin and you know it's a different time obviously but you know and I've never I've always been really really like skinny and you know like my, my body has always been very like compact and small um which I'm fine with but when I talk about like my like my height that's like something very different and you know like um I think my even like my mom or somebody told us I think it was my mom and she's like you know like you're a very loud person obviously and you're like a very like out there extroverted person so if I think God was doing you a favor when he was like let's humble him a bit <laughs> and let's make him like at least like five 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 six kind of thing I'm five six medically so all of you bitches that say that look at my personal records you will see five six so let's not talk about that <laughs> but um you know talking specifically i'm sorry i have gum in my mouth that's freaking gross Ugh, gross that was like some asmr for you <laughs> but um yeah like talking specifically about like height is height's really stupid because like you can't control it like there's nothing that you can do like as a kid like there's you're like i know people are like oh don't don't work out so much when you're a kid or don't eat so much like, it'll stunt your growth no like there's it's literally like there's so many medical studies about like the whole idea of like stunting your growth is it's 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 bs you know like there's there's nothing about that like maybe if you had a i i mean i've like had a fair share of eating disorder stuff but at the end of the day like my height like from going to the doctors is the perfect combination of my mom and my dad and genetics like height is fully genetic so like to to put into retrospect my dad is about five six five seven i think he's probably more five six and my mom is like five two and my grandparents like my grandparents on my my grandpa on my mom's side was like six two but my grandma on my mom's side was five like literally five foot and my grandparent my granddad on my dad's side was about five three five four and my grandma was about four eleven so obviously you can see from there that my family is relatively very short like we just have like that one outlier which was like my granddad on my mom's side who was very tall but if we look at it like my sister's fairly short too and like like if you think about it like a five six guy and a five two girl and like you know they have kids like they're obviously their kids aren't going to be six two like you know like i'm about five 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 six so i'm honestly the perfect height like i i'm the perfect combination of both of them so to say that now like i know that that's like a genetic thing and i can't change that like i can't as much as i say i'm gonna get my knees done you know like i'm not about to pay twenty thousand dollars for leg enhancements surgery like that's ridiculous uh, that that is a down payment on a house so you know height is something that it's just always like it's just been a major insecurity for me because growing up like I didn't do sports I did swimming which was you know I, I thrived in that and I got like my I got like the highest level of swimming and the certification and all that stuff and it's amazing but like even just like in swimming and everything like you see these tall 
still lanky or strong, whatever you see it, but just these taller people. And just like my whole life, I've always just been like the small one. And, you know, my in like my family too like I'm, I'm the youngest one on both sides of the family mom and dad um like I was literally the one but I was born the very last and then now obviously there's like grandkids but like out of like the cousins like I'm I've always been the youngest I've always been the little one um and in any case of the world like I've always been the shortest one too so like and it's just for 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 who I am and like the person that I feel like I'm trying to become and you know in my career and in my lifetime like I feel like I'm not taken seriously because I'm I do look so young and like, is that my fault for having an excellent skincare routine and like an anti-aging product and going and having facials and just looking beautiful? No, <laughs> no, just kidding. And like, is it my fault that I have like a very plump, you know, nice, like I have like a naturally youthful face? Absolutely not. Like that's, that that's just on per, that's just on life. <laughs> but, um, you know, like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of be, confident when you have other people around you especially you know guys that are taller stronger look more just older you know and same thing I feel like even a lot of women can relate to this too where you know like I think like a lot of women who are like below not below average because that just sounds rude but are, are maybe shorter and look younger are just like not taken as seriously and that's just I think that's just bullshit like I know like some of my friends I know are, are, are fairly short but there's nothing wrong with that like I still view them as the exact same but I think just like on my side of things like if I just had three inches of more like if I was five eight I would be perfect like <laughs> if if God could have granted me five eight I would have been happy with myself like literally happy perfect amazing living my life beautifully but I think just like being like because like typically like I think like an American guy or Canadian guy is around five nine five eight and then maybe like six foot or whatever and like my whole family like there's like a lot of the guy cousins like we're all short like we're all like five seven five six five eight five nine there's a few six foot in there but there's relatively everyone's pretty short so like you know tackling all of that like it's just like and being obviously the shortest one um it's a lot of insecurity because I, I feel like I'm ignored and I feel like I'm not like how do I say this? Like, I feel like I'm not like my, my opinion isn't, isn't heard as much as obviously because I'm the smallest one in the room. <laughs> and like, does my, do, do, did I have to kind of expand my knowledge and, you know, become this super smart person and not to like toot my own horn or like have a very large personality and yes, have to put on a mask to kind of feel fit in. Absolutely. Like I, from a young age, I realized that, you know what, if you're the shortest one in the room, you gotta be the lot, then you gotta be the loudest one, you know? Like, and, um, for a lot of like who I am like even like my personality like I love fashion and clothing and um you know finding my own personal style and stuff like that but honestly like finding clothes in in a I'm very I'm typically always the smallest size in every piece of clothing extra small you know across the friggin' board an extra small to small you most of the time 100% extra small um that's hard too because you want to fit in with trends and you know you want to be like that cute like you know insta blogger type but you see like all the like the male beauty standard is literally a waist 31 32 six foot blonde structured face jawline perfect teeth and long legs and abs and pectoral muscles and just like that like you know like the very european beauty standard um which i'm very happy now that at least like a lot of celebrities nowadays like i think of like timothy chalamet who has kind of defined that like and has a relatively skinny body with no like you know pronounced muscle but like still either way like you look at like 
the singers that we value and you know men's sexiest guy of the year and like um men's health and health and fitness now and like even just like in models and stores like I, i'm very happy that like abercrombie and hollister kind of deleted their men that would stand outside of the front entry while you walk into the store because it would just be degrading like and for everyone people of color people that are have different sizes um just like your sexuality everything like, it would just be degrading to just look at that and i think ad campaigns have come a long way than just using white you know clones basically like the white eurocentric beauty standard across all campaigns and you know even how they've been using like i think they've only used like people of color for very aesthetic campaigns um which nowadays it is i hopefully it's very different like if i'm looking at ads now they've started to kind of incorporate uh people of color in normal everyday commercials and not just using the classic white standard um for fashion or beauty or health or sports or whatever but um where is i going with that yeah like it's just it's still ingrained in the back of my head that because I'm smaller in, you know, body, in height, in whatever appearance type of way, like I am, I still feel ignored and I still feel like not as desired. Like, you know, I think, I think at this age too, like I'm 19, um, everyone wants to feel desired and everyone wants to feel attracted to, and everyone wants to, wants to feel like they like have some sort of exterior validation when it comes to like a person liking them for their appearance because you know any case of the word like i can shout on here as much as i want to say and be like oh you don't have to care about what people think like wear whatever you want like love yourself like walk out the door feeling confident yeah obviously i can say that but there's still a part of me at the very back of my head that's like when i put on an outfit am i putting this on for myself or am i putting this on to get a compliment you know either case of the word like and i will be the first one to say that like I still feel like the need to like, even with all the pants that I wear, they better be very tailored and slim and not slimming, but they better be tailored. And you know, a lot of pants that I wear, I, I, I sometimes have to double a size because I feel like it'll give me a little bit more muscle mass on me, or I have to put on a shirt underneath my other shirt because it, it just makes me look bulkier and that, and, and hopefully in some, you know, beautiful world out there in like fantasy land that somebody will compliment me on how strong I look. And then, you know, it develops a relationship or just something stupid from there like some internalized behavioral mindset about how w the clothes that I wear have a, have a, have a, what's that thing, have a, an effect on somebody else because what I choose to put on my body will from there be, cause somebody to be attracted to me. You know, like it's that weird complex that we all kind of have to go around and that starts with my height. Um, but obviously like, what do you want me to do? Like put on stilts, bitch, like, <laughs> you know, like it's stupid. So I don't know where I'm getting with this, but yeah, that's just like a huge like insecurity for me, height and weight. And obviously like, I'm not going to get so much in weight because like, there's really not much to say. Like I'm skinny. Like it's you, what you want me to like stick that into your head. But, um, obviously if you see my pictures, you know that, and you know, like I've been skinny, skinny shamed. I've tried to gain weight. I've tried to do all the things. It does not work. My genetic type is very, like I've seen a doctor for this. Like my metabolism is very fast. And I know there's things to do. Like, I, I think there was that one YouTuber, um, that went all in. If we know her, Stephanie, something or savannah something it was stephanie stephanie buttermore yeah uh she like had a she was a fitness influencer and has a super fast metabolism and she felt that she was always hungry um which i also battle with too um and she like went all in which is basically just like um eating a lot of food and um like every single day like like oh going over her daily calorie intake and like always being like always being very like in an intake for very, uh, many many days um and then the whole point of that is that when you stop and you eventually feel full like you eventually 
um just like you wake up one day and you're just like not in in crave mode anymore then the weight that is that you've gained um will naturally set into the right place and any extra weight will just naturally fall off which it did um for her but i do know that for some people like it didn't work and there's actually danger of doing that because you're increasing your sugar taking you're increasing your cholesterol and you're just like you're not being healthy obviously um and you know your clothes are not as fitting and that just comes into a whole thing about body dysmorphia and stuff like that which i'll do a whole episode on that too because i do think it's very um apparent in my life and in i think a lot of people's lives um but yeah that's just like a huge insecurity of mine and yeah like i know it's i know it's kind of like it's not obviously like groundbreaking to hear that I, that somebody has like an appearance insecurity but for me personally i don't try to talk about it a lot because I don't think it's my place to, um, uh, you know, and just saying like, there's so many more issues in the world. And, you know, a lot of people who are overweight, um, they, they don't want to hear from a skinny guy, you know, like, and then there's that whole world of like skinny shaming, fat shaming. I don't want to go into that because I think it's, I don't, I just don't, I don't want to give my opinion on that because it's not my place. Um, to say if someone's too big or too small, because as somebody who is small in retrospect, it's not my place. And I give 100% my, my respect to people who are on their proper weight loss or weight gain journeys. Um, but I am just talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to go into one more little short break. And then I'll go into one of my last insecurities. Uh, and something that's kind of loomed over me for a while. So let's go, go into a break. Okay. All right. I hope you enjoyed that little break. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into um, what we were talking about, uh, which is, yeah, the so we talked about like, you know, the whole why am I not enough thing, the perfectionist me, the always have feeling that I have to put on a mask, um, the weight, the height stuff. But there's this one thing that that's in the back of my head that I don't know how to probably describe. And that's just like, how do I say this? It's just like a guilt. Like, it's just like, one of my biggest insecurities when it comes to, um, I guess like my life is I, I've dealt with like a bit of, you know, loss. And I know a lot of people have dealt with this too, of like loss of a grandparent, loss of a loved one, loss of a friendship, um, loss of a relationship, everything like that. Like I, I've, I've been through uh, like a few things about like specifically like death of a grandparent type of things. Um, and first of all, if you're listening to this and you've dealt with that, I'm so sorry. And you know, it's, it's a very, very hard thing to do. Um, even like loss of a parent, loss of a family member, or something close, someone very, very close to you. It's very, very hard with dealing with grief. Um, and I've, you know, had my fair share of that, obviously. But um, when it comes to guilt, uh, I feel guilt that, you know, I didn't spend enough time with my grandparents when they were alive. Um, and right now I, I, I have a few grandparents that have, you know, passed away. Um, and there's this guilt in my head and, you know, this isn't an, I wouldn't say this is an insecurity, be it, but, um, it's just, well, maybe it is an insecurity that because I was the youngest and because, um, well, my, my grandma, my grandma, my mom's side passed away when she, when I was 16 years old, uh, which is still obviously so young, so young, like you're still a little baby, you know? Um, and, but the thing is like, I feel guilty that I didn't spend enough time with my grandparents. Um, and, you know, I've had another grandparent pass away very, very recently, as much as last year. Um, and still, like, at that age, I was 18. So, you know, one year ago. Um, and I just feel like I didn't spend enough time with them. And there's really no, like, there, there's really no way to go around this insecurity or this guilt. Because, like, obviously, like, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, of course you didn't have enough time with them as everybody else. You were literally born in 2002. Like, you were, like, by the time you were born, everybody else was at least 10 years old, you know, like, 
one of my cousins that was when I was born was already in their 20s or was already um was in their like late teens or like even like my sister like she was six when I was or five I think five when I was born so like still that's a five-year age gap um and you know you look at everything too and like even like my uncles and aunts like obviously they grew up with my grandparents as like their parents you know like or their um aunts or their uncles or whatever so like for me personally talking about my grandparents and me being the youngest in my family um when my grandma passed away at the age of 16 I felt this such big guilt that I just didn't spend enough time with them. Um, and I didn't like value their time. And I wish that I wasn't on my phone for that one time. And I wish that I, you know, paid more attention and asked them questions and, and talked to them. And, you know, how do I even say this? Like, and I was like, I wish I was just more attentive. And I wish I was just there for them more. And like, you know, obviously like they, they loved me no matter what, you know, like they, they, they knew whom they knew me as a person. They, they knew who I was. Um, and they love that they, and I and for 100% sure like they they loved me and I love them too but it's just like this thing where I wish I just spent more time with them and you know I'm guilty that I feel guilty that I just I lost track of time and I didn't realize like how fast things go um and how quickly the life of a somebody can just go by without you even noticing um and I just feel guilty that I just didn't spend enough time with them and obviously this is not my fault like I know like it's just a matter of time kind of situation like you were very young and they were obviously older um and like when I think about it like like what I was 16 and they were already like when I was born they were already in their late 50s late late 60s like that's a very very long time like especially with grandparent level um and it's and it's a very very sad thing but I think I've never I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this but when I talk to other people personally about this who have dealt with a family member passing away um or especially a grandparent it's like this underlying outlier that you just didn't spend enough time with them and that's not anything you could do because you were literally a kid when they passed away and you know they that's just a matter of time but I don't, I don't know. It's just like this underlying insecurity that I just, I wish I just spent more time with them, but I don't, I didn't know how. And even when I was like developing, like when I was seven years old, I didn't know that. Like I didn't, I didn't know that they were going to be like passing away in 10 years. Obviously no one thinks about that um, because like you're just like a kid and you're thriving and you're just like living your life. But I just wish that I spent more time with them and you know, and like another thing too, that I think is like another, another like insecure point is like, the guilt that I just in the friendships that, that I didn't end up, you know, pursuing as long as I did or or the friendships that, you know, everybody in their life has, um, everybody in their life has that one friendship that you wish you just invested more time into. Um, that just kind of was a drift moment uh, where obviously it's very normal for friendships to drift. And, you know, it was like, it's, a, it's like a slow burn where you're really close. And then over time, like you start to grow into yourself. Um, you start to find your own career path. You start to find your own even your own new friend group, your own just who you are. Um, and sometimes those friendships don't realign anymore and you, they just cause you to slowly, slowly drift away. Um, and there's like this one like friendship that I can think of where I just, I wish I just spent more time being attentive and listening and asking questions. And maybe that would have caused us to not, you know, have a friendship breakup that was so like, literally nothing happened. Like it was it didn't end with like a screaming battle. It didn't end with like a you know, like, I hate you kind of thing. It was a slow burn. It was like, over time, me realizing that I haven't spoken to them in a very long time, or that I see them on Snapchat or on Instagram, like hanging out with a new set of friends. And, you know, it was, it's just like, do I want to spend the time like reaching out? And do I want to try to salvage what little there is left and, and you know, try and 
regain that spark of friendship or is this just going to be a thing where we we realize that we're two different people um we had amazing time together we we enjoyed our time together but it's time to move on um and that's a really like it's it's a guilty thing to think about because you don't want to ever feel like you're just throwing someone away um and i've been on the opposite of that like i, I felt i've been the one that has felt disregarded and felt like i my whole my all my friends were partying without me and, and all my friends were hanging out without me and all my friends you know well all my alleged friends were hanging out and doing you know hanging out with each other and not inviting and all this like and all this like little garbage stuff that I, obviously like my feelings are valid in every case of the word and theirs are too but it's just like this guilt thing that like, going back to like was i just like not enough like was i just not enough to you know like be a part of the be a part of the moment or was i just not enough to be sent a text about how are you doing um and and i'm guilty for that because i feel like did i not do enough to make you know that i want to be in this friendship um and was i not enough that i didn't personally care or was i not enough that that you didn't care enough um or was i not enough that i you know that 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 you didn't want to hang out with me at that time and and maybe it's like a another reason why i feel like i have to put up a mask and you know fake my confidence and you know put on the fake smile that is samir mcclay but um it's just like it's just realizing like sometimes you are enough and sometimes you aren't enough and you have to kind of come to come to terms with that and and there's there's going to be guilt there's going to be grief there's going to be shame um i don't even know what i'm saying right now i'm so sorry if i'm just like rambling and you're like having a hard time catching on but i just want everyone out there to hear this that you are enough in every case of the word like the you being you like you don't have to force people to love you and you don't have to hi i'm so sorry i just had to come in here because this just sounds hella fucking sad <laughs> i promise i was not crying when i recorded this i recorded this like a few days ago and i'm just like in editing right now and i'm like oh my god this is like fucking sad <laughs> but um i just need to come in here and just say that when i talk about like the friends that like didn't include me and stuff like that i just want to let you know that i'm not talking about anybody specific um and anything that did happen like that it has been resolved and like i just want to make sure that like anybody who does listen to this whether it be a friend family acquaintance um potential love <laughs> i'm just kidding um hate watcher um high school peeker <laughs> damn he's like he really just like the, the the juxtaposition right now is so fucking funny like i'm over here like about to fucking cry and like having my little quarter life crisis and now i'm like fucking you know on level 10 but like you know we we love a fake smile moment <laughs> but no i'm just trying to, i'm just trying to say that like i'm i'm not alluding to anything and um this feeling that i was feeling right now is just like a state of like rant um and uh anything of the source that i was just talking about just know that i'm not talking about anybody specific um life gets the best of a lot of us uh friendships drifts happen um i think we were all going through a lot of things especially like in my life and the people that i love um with my whole heart my family my some of my closest friends like i think we all had our own sets of problems uh so just know i'm not talking about anybody specific um it's all love all, all peace um i feel that i'm in a really great spot with my friends and family right now and i'm in a great uh, place in my life um obviously this day was not the best but uh just know that things get better and uh yeah let's get back to the episode because this was fucking sad so um hopefully i didn't spark um a tear to drop or something <laughs> i mean if it did hey good engagement all engagement is good engagement so uh let's get back to the episode apologize so many times for being distant because you know like sometimes just friendships aren't some friendships are just made to be surface level um, not every friendship in your life is going to have a 10 percent off coupon you know like not well, how do i say this like not every friendship is going to be 100 percent you like you were or like 100 percent personal like every friendship has its own 
qualities that make it what it is. Like sometimes you're just school friends or party friends or work friends or stuff like that. And, you know, it's that's an amazing thing about friendships is that we we meet so many different people in our life. And that's amazing because you get to kind of develop your own sense of who you are and your friend group and everything. And you can really choose who you want to invest your time in. But there is guilt when there is when there is a time where I wish I spent more time with this person or I wish we didn't slowly drift apart because was there something more that I could have done or was that just not enough for them? You know, like that's just kind of the insecurities that roll through my head. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I really hope that um, whoever's listening to this podcast kind of feels better or maybe can relate or, you know, maybe has gone through similar things and just wants a kind of a mouthpiece. And maybe if I was able to be that voice for you of your kind of internalized thoughts, um, I'm happy to <laughs> because I'm just speaking from my experiences of, you know, feeling like I'm not enough in my life, in my success, in my accomplishments, in my body, in my height, in my guilt, in my grief, in my fake smile, in my mask. <laughs> am I just like, you know, I think we've all dealt with that feeling of why am I not enough, you know? And, uh, oh God, I don't know if, um, I don't really know what I'm going to name this podcast <laughs> episode. I'm really kind of going off of the why am I not enough stuff, but, um, we'll see where it kind of goes. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll play into this. So I hope you guys, oh my gosh, this is literally like been, I feel like I'm on like a, I feel like I was just like, I let off a whole side of myself that I never thought I would expose because usually I'm out here being like, hey guys, what's up? It's the mayor. You know, like I have that kind of uh, very confident, um, poised look to myself. And I feel like today was very real and raw. And um, I hope you guys liked it because uh, there's nothing truly vulnerable. There's nothing truly as vulnerable than talking about your inner thoughts about yourself and your inner dialect that you have with yourself um, and your insecurities. So um, I hope I was able to be real and raw for you guys. I know that a lot of people don't listen. I know that some people hate listen. I know that some people uh, kind of go in and out, listen to one episode here and there. And if you stumbled on this podcast for any reason above or just genuinely wanting to hear what I have to say, thank you for being here. Um, and I hope you lasted all the way through. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know how long this podcast episode was. Maybe it was about an hour. I'm not sure. Uh, but whatever it was, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Yes, we're ending off the episode here. Uh, very long, but I think very enjoyable for me. And I think hopefully enjoyable for you guys to hear kind of my, my more raw and real personality inside to myself. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, I already said that, but uh, make sure to fake smile your way to some really bad situations. Uh, I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. I will talk to you all next Tuesday and make sure to take some time off for you. Uh, it's really well deserved. Okay. Have a great day. Bye, guys.